Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth. I'm an intimacy coach and psychologist. I created this show to explore the erotic alphabet, to help you learn more about desire and expressing your desires, discover ways to spice up your relationship and create that sizzling relationship you've always wanted. I do this through solid science, real life stories and interviews with an exciting variety of sex experts. Listen in weekly as I share key strategies to help you create your ideal sexual life. Make sure you join us to access even more sexual strategies on my blog, A to Z of Sex. Access our monthly newsletter with subscriber-only offers at www.atozofsex.com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the second series of the A to Z of Sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth, and I am your host. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Just a reminder, this podcast deals with adult content, so if you don't have total privacy, you might want to put on your headphones. Today, the letter is A, and A is for anal. In heterosexual couples, Anal play and anal sex are often seen as difficult to approach or even taboo. For many, anal play and anal sex are seen as kinky and reserved for only those partners who they are most committed to. Some of my clients did not save their virginity for their husbands, but did save their anal virginity for their husbands. There is stigma around heterosexual men who enjoy anal stimulation. Often, they worry that they may be bisexual or gay. They can become concerned about how their women will view them and whether they will be seen as submissive. Some men who enjoy anal stimulation and anal sex are submissive, but others are not. People have many health concerns relating to anal play and anal sex. HIV is thought to be more easily transmitted through anal sex, perhaps because the lining of the anus being somewhat thinner means there are more likely to be slight skin breaks, and this way the virus gains entry into the bloodstream. Because fecal material exits the body through the anus, there is often some still inside, and so any oral anal play runs the risk of all the infections that are carried in poop, such as hepatitis. Condoms, finger cots for those one-finger adventures, gloves, and dental dams are essential to preventing transmission of infections. Many people prefer the feel of lambskin condoms, but these can be virus permeable, so don't rely on them for protection from infection. Oil-based lubricants on latex condoms are a problem, so stick to water-based or silicone, which stays slippery longer. Don't use condoms with spermicides, as this will irritate the anal membrane. And then there's double dipping. Double dipping is when you move straight from anal sex into vaginal sex um, without a break for washing or cleaning. This is never a good idea. You should always wash whatever you're moving 
from anal sex to, to either vaginal or oral sex with antibacterial soap first. So this goes for using fingers, dicks, dildos, and fists. Anal sex can be extremely erotic, but people are often put off because they're afraid it will be painful. The job of the anus is to expel waste, so the motion is to push poop out. When you're engaging in anal play, you're doing the opposite. You're pushing things in. And you want the anus to relax enough in order to allow the fingers, the tongue, the toys, or the dick inside. If you move too quickly, your anus can go into spasm, and this can hurt intensely. Now, the anus is actually richly populated with nerve endings, and these nerves are connected to the rest of the pelvic region. It also contracts rhythmically when you have an orgasm. And this is why anal sex can be so much fun because there's loads of nerve endings to carry pleasure. The sphincter itself is made up of two rings of muscle and they function independently. The outside muscle or the external sphincter is controlled by the central nervous system so you can easily tense it and relax it whenever you choose. The internal muscle is controlled by the autonomic nervous system which also controls response to stress, amongst other things. This muscle reacts badly to fear and anxiety. So even if you're trying to relax, it will tense up automatically if you're frightened or anxious. It is worth it to spend time learning all you need to know to decrease your anxiety and fear before engaging in anal sex. If you go slowly and are prepared, you're far more likely to have a good time. You can learn voluntary control of the internal muscle as well. This is a gradual process and it starts with becoming aware of the muscle. The process is similar to learning to manage and control the PC muscles, the muscles that are on the pelvic floor. Since shit is often in the anus, it can be a good idea to make sure you're extra clean. And for some people, the best way to do this is to have an enema, which will clean you out completely. Unless you really, really love enemas, you might just want to wash really well. If someone's going to be penetrating the anus with fingers, they need to make sure that their nails are cut short and filed smooth to avoid tearing, which is all too easy to do. You'll have the best results if you're already really turned on before you start experimenting. Analingus can be the easiest for some people, most people to manage. This is when somebody licks and tongues your anus. For this to be safe, a barrier needs to be used. The anus doesn't produce lubrication of its own, so for anal penetration, a lot of lubrication is the key. And despite what you might have seen in porn films, saliva is not a great lubricant. It just dries up too quickly. As I said before, you're best off with water-based or silicone lubricants um, and use lots. I know I've said this before, but going slowly can make the difference 
between an amazingly hot experience and lots and lots of tears. Taking your time makes it possible for relaxation to occur. I recommend starting with one finger and then increase slowly until your partner is comfortable enough for you to try penetration. So um, penetration with one finger can be a slow process as well. You can start by um, touching the area around the anus, kneading the buttocks, then barely penetrating the sphincter just with the tip of a finger and really take it long and slow until your partner has relaxed enough for you to try penetration, full penetration either with a toy or with a penis. Don't forget to keep touching your partner, the rest of their ass, their thighs, and stroking them so that you keep up the level of arousal. The higher their level of arousal, the easier this is going to be and the more fun it's going to be. Don't look at porn movies as the gospel in how to go about this. The reason they can go in so hot and hard is that they start opening up before the cameras roll. And the actors and actresses have lots of experience with anal sex. Um, trying to slam into your partner when it's the first time they've done this is bad form and is really mo- more likely to put the person off anal sex forever than to give you a good experience. If you've never explored your own anus as a sexual area of your body, sensual area of your body, spend some time doing so before having another person do so. You can do this with your fingers, a small vibrator, and there are vibrators that are specifically made to be anal vibrators, or a butt plug. Butt plugs come in many materials, sizes, and shapes. In my opinion, the easiest for a beginner are those made of latex or rubber and that are relatively small in size, relatively slender, sort of in the shape of a diamond. You can even take some time to build up your comfort by moving from a smaller toy to a larger toy. It's worth noting that even if you have been used to anal sex fairly regularly, If you stop having it for a number of years, you may still need to warm your body back up again. Many people begin anal sex with the person receiving it lying on their front, so in a kind of doggy-style position, um, lying on the front, sometimes cushions underneath to raise the butt high up in the air. But not all people manage anal sex best this way because the penetration in that position is quite deep. So depending on the size of the penis or the dildo, this can be the most difficult position. So consider different positions. For example, um, a quasi-missionary position um, or a side-by-side, sometimes a spooning position. When you're starting out, and try all of these to see what feels best. There is a lot of fun to be had using your fingers. Start with fingertip and progress to full finger. Try out different strokes with that finger. Then consider adding another finger or two. Building up slowly and enjoy seeing how your lover reacts to each new sensation.
Anal pleasure comes in a bunch of forms. The outer portion of the rectum has lots of nerve endings, and this brings one type of pleasure. The inner portion tends to respond to pressure primarily, and feeling the pressure is another type of pleasure. It's that feeling of fullness. People who enjoy fisting enjoy intense pressure. Now, fisting is is what it sounds like. It's when a person uses their fist to penetrate someone, either anally or vaginally. Again, this is something that's done very slowly, and it's actually worth watching somebody else do it or having someone talk you through it the first time so that you and the person that you're fisting have a good experience. Anal stimulation can cause orgasm without any other stimulation. And if you want to try to go for multiple anal orgasms, you might want to try using anal beads. Again, these come in many different materials from plastic to real pearls to um, silicon to semi-precious stones. It can be a lot of fun to use these pulling one bead at a time to highlight or rather punctuate pleasure while you're doing other things. For some people, the whole act is so forbidden that it makes it really difficult to accept and enjoy anal play. This can be even harder for men than for women as some men feel that enjoying this type of play caused their masculinity and sexual identity into question. Prostate stimulation can be incredibly erotic for a man and bring on extremely intense orgasm. To begin, you want to use a finger, and as with all of this, you want to take your time. Some call the prostate the male G-spot. And there is even a technique to massage the prostate for intense pleasure, but without ejaculation. The prostate is where the semen is stored. Apparently, the more full of semen the prostate, the hornier a man will be. There are a whole host of toys specifically designed for prostate massage. Many are designed to be hands-free, which means you can have your hands to do other things. Pegging is when a woman uses a strap-on dildo to penetrate a man's anus. There are a variety of things to think about before you begin. If your man has never been fucked before, you need to start slow as you would with anyone who has never experienced this before. Start with getting used to anal stimulation using fingers, then move to small toys then move to larger toys. Even small dildos are not small, and they feel much larger when being pushed into an ass. Women who are not experienced using strap-ons and dildos do best if they practice the getting ready and the fucking movements before trying to do this to their man. Having an artificial penis changes the center of gravity. And the movements you make to fuck someone well are different than those you make when you are in the receptive role. I learned about this when I had a girlfriend who wanted me to fuck her. 
I took lessons from my husband in order to learn how to do this properly. You can check out my blog about this adventure on yourtango.com. It's called That Time My Man Taught Me How to Do Another Woman with a Strap-On. There was a lot to consider in even choosing a strap-on, from picking the harness or belt that holds the dildo, to picking a dick that felt right to me. For me, the belt that worked best was a sports model, as it allowed me the most control. I chose a dick that matches my skin tone and was a little larger than the average man, but not jumbo size. When you are doing this yourself, you need to consider who are you going to be using this on. You can always get a selection of dildos so you have variety for the same partner or variety with different partners. Once you have practiced a bit, start slowly with your partner. Use lots of lube and give him time to adjust as you push in deeper. Consider trying one of the spooning positions, as I mentioned before, which is sometimes easier for the person being pegged to handle, as penetration is not as deep, usually. Relax and enjoy the experience. Relaxing makes all anal play hotter and more fun. Now, if you're somebody who's a bit more adventurous and find a bit of pain arousing, you could try figging. Figging is when you place a bit of skin ginger in the anus or in the vagina. The ginger can be carved into the shape of a butt plug or it can just be a small piece. Make sure you're able to get it out easily, however. So when you carve it into the shape of a butt plug, the thing that's nice about that is that um, you can leave like a handle bit so you can pull it out quickly. Be warned, the burning is intense and many people cannot manage this at all, hence what I said about being able to pull the, pull the piece out very quickly. The burning will usually peak within five minutes and will last about 30 minutes. If you want to build the burning up again, you can just reskin the ginger, or you can tighten the muscles of the anus, which will start the burning going again. Of course, there are many erotic activities that focus on the external bum too. For example, spankings and floggings. But there's also wax play that you can do in many places, but also over someone's ass. Combining stimulation of the ass, like light spanking or using your nails to lightly scratch or rub, with anal penetration creates really intense orgasms for some people. Strap-ons are not just for women to use on men in pegging. Double penetration can be had when a man uses a dildo in a thigh harness to penetrate her ass as his penis penetrates her vagina. Experiment to find the right position for the dildo and go slowly. Feeling completely filled is a sensation that cannot be easily described. It's super intense and it's super hot. And a lot of people really enjoy this feeling 
and yet only want to be sexual with one person. So this solves the problem of how you get double penetration if you're not having more than one sexual partner at a time. Jennifer wrote in and asked what to do to deal with cramps when you're having anal sex. Um, and um, this is a situation that does happen for some people. When you are tense and anxious, um, your sphincter can seize up and you can have really intense pain and really intense cramp that can feel very difficult to relieve. Unfortunately, what people tend to do when they experience that intense pain is to hold their breath and pull in even further, which tenses their whole body up even further. So um, my advice in a situation like this is to breathe through it. Now, for those of you who have had children, um, think about what you were told for labor and think about what you were told when you were giving birth, the idea of breathing through it. You breathe in deeply, you breathe out deeply. You can even breathe out in pants because that can sometimes really help to manage the pain. For those of you who haven't had that experience, it really is just about breathing in slowly and deeply, breathing out, so no holding of your breath. And while you're doing that, willing your body to relax. Now, cramps usually have um, a cycle to them. So sometimes you can't cut into that. You cannot make the cramp stop before it's gone through the cycle, but you breathe through it. And if you breathe through it, then you come out the other side and you can continue on doing what you were doing. You can continue on enjoying the sex. Um, it's better to uh, take your time and re-relax yourself before going back in hot and heavy if you find that you're cramping. Um, sometimes people get intense stomach cramps. And again, the same thing applies. You just want to breathe deeply, breathe slowly, just slow everything down and breathe through the pain. The more you tense, the more you tighten, the worse the pain usually is and the harder it is to get rid of it. So just do your best to relax. And I know that that always sounds strange when I say that to people. It's like, if I could relax, I would. The breathing will help you to relax. Sometimes it's helpful to be able to consciously tense a muscle and then relax it. And you can do the same thing with your sphincter. So you can tighten up and release, tighten up and release a few times after the cramp has gone. It give you a bit more control and a, and a higher level of relaxation. If you do that deliberately a few times while breathing in deeply, you'll get a, a better level of relaxation. Thanks for joining me this week for the A to Z of sex. Write in with your questions to Dr. Lori Beth at a to Z of sex.com and visit both websites, www.atozofsex.com and www.the-intimacy-coach.com to learn about alternative sexual choices types of sexual relationships, and to learn to sizzle and create that ideal, lasting, intimate relationship. 
For a free 30-minute session with me, head over to www.atozofsex.com and click on the button that says Book Now. If you'd enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and or Stitcher, and please subscribe. Join me next week when the letter will be B, and B is for bondage. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the A to Z of sex. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to www.atozofsex.com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X. To subscribe to my free newsletter to help you keep your sex life sizzling. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes as we work our way through the sexual alphabet to discover the wide world of sex, sexuality, desire, and intimacy. Knowledge gives you the power to create relationships that bring you satisfaction and joy. Hope to see you next week.